0: And welcome to People Keep Dying, the podcast where we talk about how people keep dying. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Angela. And today is, I guess, well, for people in America, it's Thanksgiving. Or a day before, or I guess like, yeah, this, is, no, it's this, Thanksgiving. this will get released on Thanksgiving. Because it's, it's, it's Wednesday when we're recording and it should be out tomorrow. At it should point. hopefully be edited and put out If tomorrow. not, it'll be
1: Black Friday. So yeah. you'll be close enough. You'll yes. be very full with
0: turkey regardless. Yes. You can throw us on, listen to some wonderful murdery stories. Well, stories that where people die. I shouldn't make presumptions that everyone was murdered. Uh, and enjoy your shopping. I hope everybody stays safe uh, this holiday. Just shop online. Yeah, shop online. They don't even oh, oh. know. Like, who who goes into the stores? And then people who go to the stores, like, why are you trampling? over someone is that $20 microwave really for some
1: people it's like, like
0: the, it's like I feel like it's the rush uh, you know yeah I don't like ever
1: get going and they're like oh my god
0: I'm gonna save so much money and then they kill people <laughs> for it. I'll, I'll cut a bitch to save five cents off this shoe uh okay so today I was gonna tell you a story uh about white friday and um because it's gonna be black friday but couldn't get enough information on that so we scrapped it and even instead, though like our third episode was definitely just random stories we pieced together uh this one was like it was it was too short it was yeah. like when i finally did some research on it uh, I realized that the four paragraphs that I had read previously was all there was to know. And I thought I could flesh out the story a little bit more, but then I felt like I was just talking more about World War I <laughs> because White Friday happened on World War One, oh. which a fun fact, I don't know why I'm still talking about this. I'm going to cut all this out. Uh, White Friday didn't even happen on a Friday. It happened on a Wednesday. So
1: why is it called White Friday.
0: It's just what people started calling it. It's fucking weird. And it was back in the 1920s, so it's pre Black Friday. So it's like. I don't even. Whatever. I don't know why they called it White Friday. So it was all weird. Didn't make sense. Not cool people. I mean, people died. A lot of people died. But I didn't like that story, so we're going to do a new one. Uh, New story. New story. So we're going to talk about the Boer family murders. Have you ever heard of this? I think I've seen this.
1: I think I actually have this on my list of things I was going to talk about. But I See, didn't read into it. Okay, I just.
0: I also was like, I wonder if Angela has ever or wanted to cover this or wants to look at it. But I did it first, bitch. So ha ha ha. Okay, so the Booher it. family. We're just gonna get right into it. I'm gonna Do it. Go I'm in. I'm not even gonna Go let you. Bottle. Okay, so the Booher family moved um, from Oklahoma to Alberta in 1906. Oh, it's a Canadian murder. It is a Canadian murder. Uh, they were lured in by the prospect of good, cheap farmland because that's all there is in Alberta. Yeah. It's just prairie lands and farms. And, and oil. And oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Boer family wasn't so much into the oil. They just sort of wanted to have their own little farmland. Um, Can you farm a lot in the winter time? I'm not sure. Maybe they do other things during that time. Oh. The 20s, I'm they was the ducks, but go on. Yeah. Uh, so the family moved around the province um, for a while before they finally settled down in Manville, Alberta in 1924. Uh, the family was relatively well off. They had a good deal of, of money due to their successes. Um, and uh, so the family consisted of Henry, uh, who is the father, and Eunice, uh, the mother. And then they had four children who were Fred, Vernon, Dorothy, and Algurtha. I think I know the story.
1: <laughs> As you're saying it, and I'm like, oh, Because the names are
0: so... Okay, because Algurtha is a name that you remember. Yeah. That is not a but name go on. that you just forget about. So, on the morning of July 9th in 1928... Henry, who was 54 years old at the time, got up and left home early. He had just bought a new piece of land about 10 kilometers away, and he was over there building a new shelter, and he was expected to be gone for about a week. So he kissed his family goodbye, and off he goes. Uh, the family carried on with their chores for the day, and around 6 o'clock that evening, the two daughters, Dorothy and Elgurtha, saddled up their horses to ride into town for basketball practice. This they helped. had basketball? First of all, I was like, they rode their horses into town? This is, this is oh. so the 1920s. So, yeah, the girls go. Uh, they head off in the school for basketball basketball practice and while they were riding off they see their mother eunice walking uh into the house from the strawberry patch with a barrel of fruit and they also saw their brother vernon their older brother vernon standing by the gate of the pasture um and he was chasing off one of the colts that had gotten loose Mm -hmm. um And off the girls go. So shortly after, a city worker by the name of Bull Scott had stopped by the house to deliver a tax notice. And he spoke with Vernon in the front yard for a while uh, about the family's tax bill. uh, And then he left after will left vernon uh went out into the field to wrangle out some cows when he heard five to six shotguns uh however because his 20s mm-hmm. and it was out in the country hearing guns really wasn't anything like mm-hmm. out of the ordinary uh so vernon uh reportedly didn't think anything of it and just continued to fiddle around and bring in the cows in fact it was so unusual Uh, That even the neighbors, uh, the Ross family, also heard the shots, but uh, they didn't do anything about it. They reported that the first shots happened around 640, um, and then two more shots between 8 and 830. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Vernon, they didn't think anything of it. They didn't report it. Uh, A couple other neighbors also heard um, different shots, so... Uh, there was a neighbor that only heard one shot. There was a neighbor that heard three shots. Uh, so it was all really conflicting, and they all gave different times. Um, uh, but yeah, the neighbors, the Ross family didn't think anything of it until Vernon came barging through their front door at 9 p.m., screaming that someone had shot his mother and his brother, Fred. do do elsewhere. Just after nine, Dorothy and Algertha get home from basketball practice, and as they step into the house, Dorothy sees her brother Fred laying on his back with his right arm uh, sort of covering up his face, uh, leaning against the wall. So it's sort of like a situation like this. Mm -hmm. And thinking that he had just fallen and hurt himself, uh, Dorothy ran over to his side, uh, but when she moved his arm, she saw that there was a huge gunshot wound in the middle of his face, Uh, horrified, the uh, girls look around the room and they uh, also see their their mother is laying silently and motionless at the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. Um, The girls very quietly uh, walk into the kitchen with their uh, backs against the walls, which I thought was really smart of them just in case someone's still in the house, realize that their mother has also been shot um, and is dead and they then run out of the house. Mm -hmm. To the neighbors, uh, the poor Ross family. They start running towards the Ross family. Um, Once they are running over there, they happen to see Vernon, who's walking back to the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, They tell Vernon, someone shot mom and dad. He says that he already knows. They've already called the police, and the three head back to the house. Uh, while they're those three uh, the neighbor Ross he c- ends up calling uh, a doctor in and he also calls someone to go get the dad because the dad's gone and a bunch of family his family's been shot so they go get the dad so when the police arrive they find the body of Eunice Bewer. Uh she was shot in the back of the head while sitting at the dining table and she was leaned over into the bowl of fresh cut fresh picked strawberries mm-hmm. and the bowl was broken uh, they also found her son, Fred, who was lying on the floor of the kitchen and he was shot three times in the face. Uh, when they do a, a further inspection of the house, they find uh, one other body in the barn. And then afterwards, Vernon also tells them that there's a fourth body in the, this like bunkhouse or whatever that they had built. Um, and so for a total of four mm-hmm. dead people. When the police question Vernon uh, if he knew anything about what happened or who would have want to hurt his family, uh, he states that two Hungarian men had showed up uh, the day before
1: mm. and
0: argued with his brother Fred about something uh, before leaving. But other than that, there wasn't any, They were a loving family uh, and were like good pillars in the community, didn't really have any enemies, couldn't really think anything. And this was all backed up by the father, Henry, yeah. who also stated he had two Hungarian men, did come by, there was a kerfuffle sure. with Fred. Um, and, uh, but they didn't really think anything of it. Like yeah. They didn't think that these. He didn't. The father didn't think that these men would come back and hurt his family. Uh, the police also didn't believe that it was an intruder or a stranger because nothing was stolen. The home was not broken into. Uh, there wasn't any like other signs of like a kerfluffle. Yeah. It was just a like if someone was coming in to rob them, they would have robbed something. Yeah. Instead yeah, of just yeah. you know murder-style killing the wife, mm-hmm. the wife and the son. So. Uh, after they do some tests, uh, it's confirmed that the mother and son were shot within moments of each other, and that the two shot the two men were shot separately at later times later on in the evening. Uh, but everyone was shot with the same uh, weapon, which was a 303 Lee Einfeld rifle. Now it's dot .303 or period .303. So I don't, I don't know guns. I don't know any weapons. It's a 303 rifle, uh, which oddly enough was the same gun that had been res- reportedly stolen. Uh, from a neighbor's farm, Ch- Charles Stevenson, just a few days before. Mm-hmm. So they bring Charles into questioning. They ask him a bunch of stuff. And they're just like, well, the gun was hidden. Uh, no one outside of our family would have known about it other than Fred and mm-hmm. Vernon Booher. So the police start getting a little suspicious of Vernon. And they start doing a little bit of investigative work and discover that Vernon friend. Vernon and Fred had actually been fighting over the last few months, and that Vernon was also very angry at his mother for apparently forcing him to end a relationship that he had with this girl. Which, I mean, s- siblings fight, yeah, and, That's normal. Like it's the twenties, and you know, maybe this we don't I don't know too much about the girl or the story with that, but I mean, it to me, they were like, this doesn't really seem like a good enough reason for murder. But when murders happen, I mean, anything can be like a, and a trigger
1: to whoever
0: yes. is murdering. So, but there, that's their reasoning is just, you know, there's been some, a little bit of conflict in the family less recently. Um, uh, and so the police finally locate the two Hungarians that had been arguing with Fred, which mm-hmm. how did they find them? I don't know. But Maybe they did. there weren't a lot of Hungarians yeah. there in town. They're like, yeah. these Jersey Hungarian these, guys. Yes. Yeah. These, these two travelers are yeah. over here. So they bring them in and uh, they have airtight alibis. Mm-hmm. So the police are, release them and Vernon is now the prime, prime. suspect mm-hmm. number one because Fred's dead. And he's the only one that knew where the where the gun was, uh, so despite not having a murder weapon or any proof other than the conflicting eyewitness accounts and town rumors and gossip, the police arrest Vernon for the four murders because hey, it's the twenties and they can do stuff like that. That sounds really messed up. Even apparently, yeah. you could just they could just arrest you and then they'd hold you and then you would have like you'd have the hearing to see if you would be charged. Oh my god! So it's not like so. That's sort of what was happening here. I don't really know what the actual, like I'm, it's the 20s. So the laws were so different back then. But anyways, they brought him in for questioning. And when they brought him in for questioning, they were just like, well, we're going to charge. We're, we're holding you.
1: Yeah. Um, But then you look guilty then if you're getting held for that long too.
0: Well, yes. Um, But, and also because he wasn't talking, Mm -hmm. he wasn't like upset that anybody, like he wasn't grieving the way that they expect it yeah which i mean everyone grieves in their own ways Mm -hmm. but like the the husband was like devastated henry was devastated the daughters were devastated and brendan was like all right well i guess i gotta go wrangle some more cows like he he just he wasn't all upset so the police were like super bothered by that um and despite being a very rich family uh, who definitely could afford a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, Vernon decides to represent himself in the preliminary hearing. Maybe and his dad was like, "I think you did it," and was like, "You're well, not." Well, no, the it. dad was like, "He didn't do it." Then why didn't he? His pay family for a lawyer? was his family was very supportive, and believed that like he had nothing. And that's why they they didn't think he needed a lawyer. I don't know. Vernon was just like, no, I'm good. All right. Um, and like the judge was all like, Hey, like just so you know, like this is just a preliminary hearing Mm -hmm. and to see if you're going to be charged, but anything you say will be able to be used against you later on. Like, are you sure you want to go through with this? And he's like, yeah, and I don't know if it's, like, a cockiness because I couldn't really find that much information about, like, who he was as a person. Or maybe,
1: like, he just had so much... Like, a lot of people talk about how they have so much trust because yeah. they know they didn't do it, so they think, like, they maybe don't Maybe it was need...
0: because, like, well, they don't have the murder weapon. Yeah. So if they don't have the murder weapon, I mean... But they also just jailed him for Well, yes, that's so. true. So, um, so... They have the preliminary hearing and the police come in and they state so that their story, their version of events is that after the sisters left for town at six o'clock, uh, Vernon entered the house and shot his mother from behind, which uh, one of the sisters, I believe it was Dorothy, had said that when she left at six o'clock, she had heard a gunshot just as they were leaving Oh, uh, the just as they were leaving town. But I guess it's like farm life. So they just don't. Yeah. Because yeah. they're out in the middle of nowhere. So hearing guns go it's off not is, is not a yeah. big deal. Um, not something that you necessarily think about or it's yeah. just, it just happens, which I'm just like.
1: Hunting, I guess, right? It's hunting yeah. season. So and it's don't... the 20s yeah. as well.
0: Um, so the sister had heard a shot at about 6 p.m., Moments later, the police speculate that Fred then came into the kitchen uh, where Vernon then shot him twice in the face. And then after he fell to the ground, uh, Vernon shot him one more time right in the middle of the face. So he got hit um, in the forehead Mm -hmm. right below his hat. He got hit in the neck and then shot right in the middle of the face. Jesus. Just Which like that's like some rage that's a rage killing. Yeah. Like the the if if he killed if he killed his mom, it was one bullet to the back of the head and he probably just walked up and killed her and then they basically speculate the the brother then came in and he shot the brother. But yeah. it sounded like he shot the brother like the brother was an angry thing. Or maybe like, like he was able to get the gun right
1: where he needed to for his mom, but then with his brother, it was just like I you know he's yeah. moving, so maybe a moving target was too much.
0: Maybe, yeah. Um, the police believe that the mother and son were killed before Will Scott, who was the tax guy, mm-hmm. even showed up. Oh, and uh, they and so that's why Will spoke with Vernon and not Fred because Fred was technically the older brother, and they thought that it was suspicious that they would have dealt with the tax bill and all of that stuff with vernon instead of fred mm-hmm. uh so the police think that they had already been shot and killed before the guy even showed up and that's why they that's also why he didn't invite him into the house mm-hmm. then vernon uh went into to the barn and shot bill rozak at seven forty-five. uh then he shot and killed gabriel which uh was one of the other gentlemen uh between 8 and eight thirty in the bunkhouse
1: what reason would he have to kill them
0: Uh, the police were just saying that it was basically, like, to, like, just a cover-up. To make it seem like, Yeah, because they were, they were workers on the farm. And we'll see, like, for me, when I was reading through, it was like, whoever killed the mom and dad, you know, maybe they killed the other two because they, like, witnessed or Mm -hmm. they saw something. Um, But the police, when the police had reported that, like, there was, they were shot so far apart, Mm -hmm. it was like... Well, that's, they wouldn't oh, have that's known it was weird. him. They wouldn't even like yeah. have heard of gunshots I and mean, been like whatever. Yeah. So the so there was uh bah, 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 bah. so he killed Gabriel between 8 and 8:30 in the bunkhouse and then disposed the weapon and then ran to the neighbor's house to inform them of his apparent discovery of his dead parents. Mm-hmm. Because Vernon had said that he was out wrangling up that cattle the whole time. Yeah. He'd come home uh police also said that vernon had stolen the gun that was used in the murders with the eyewitnesses which included his sister stating that they saw vernon riding a horse back from the stevenson farm on the sunday morning prior to the murders which was the same day that the gun was reported stolen so the police are like this is where he had gotten the weapon Mm -hmm. we have an eyewitness saying that he was there it's him and the judge was like while the evidence is, like, largely circumstantial and contains several discrepancies, there's still a little bit of suspicion on you that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you may have killed him, so I'm gonna you're going to have to stay on trial. Yeah. Uh, and he then said, quote, I can only hope that you may be able to prove yourself innocent. And so now they have the trial, but the police need to find evidence. They need to find that gun. Because, like, even though it's in the 1920s, like, you saw... You, You still need to have a murder weapon Mm -hmm. to be able to prove that it was Vernon. And uh, so the head investigator, uh, Inspector Hancock, uh, does something very new and very strange for the time. And he calls in Mr. Maximilian Langsner, who is a Vienna-born mind reader. Oh, my God. So in the 1920s, the science of psychic phenomena... Uh, was becoming something was like starting to become all the rage and it was becoming super popular in Canada and the United States and in Britain. And people would basically claim to be mediums or mentalists or spiritualists and would draw in huge crowds of audience astounded by the powers that they possessed. And so they're like, "Hey, you know what? We really need to find out where this rifle is. let's Let's bring in, let's bring in this famous guy. And before you go thinking that Mr. Langsner was a hack, he really isn't. Um, dude knew his shit. He was very well versed. He had a pretty illustrious career. He studied psychology with Freud in Vienna. Uh, he went to India and he studied the ways of the yogi and mind control. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he was a very perceptive. He was good yes. detective skills. He, yes. He wasn't a mind reader. He, well, let me finish my story okay. because I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Uh, it's Just because it's a little weird. Um, so he believed that the human mind that when under stress produces signals that another person, trained mind can learn how to pick up so he's just like i can feel his emotions he'll be able to send me his brain waves but i have to get him into a stress position and then he'll be he'll he'll share his shit with me uh he had even solved some crimes in europe prior to making his way over which is why he got put in some tabloids and that uh inspector hancock eventually read and was like hey let's bring him in so they bring they bring him in and uh they they sent uh, Mr. Legsner, uh sat there during like the original or the intro, the preliminary trial mm-hmm. to see if he was going to get charged. Um, he was like, "He did it, like for sure." However, um, I'm going to need to sit down with him like one on one because I was feeling a lot of other people's energy and a lot of other people's emotions, and I need like to just get his. I need to feel just just his brainwaves. And so they're like, "All right, yeah, sure." So they bring him down to the basement that Mm -hmm. he's being kept in at the jail because they didn't want him around because he was being charged with murder and it was such a small town. They didn't want him being kept with other people. Uh, There's a lot of drunks and stuff up there. Uh, So they kept him in the basement that was normally used for women, which is very upsetting when you think about it. Maybe
1: it's because women never get
0: Well, why are the women in the basement? To keep out of sight yeah but it's just you'll there's, ca- there's this whole you'll cause like cause of riot made me really uncomfortable when i found out that the women's cells were being kept that way the they could do basement. whatever they wanted yeah. and no one could see it yeah this was a time when we didn't we uh, was a time when we did that we they still do that now i'm just saying we had <laughs> less rights back then
1: yeah. than we do now let's let's say that yeah less rights
0: So they sit him down and they sit Mr. Langsner down in the basement with Vernon. And after 10 minutes of no speaking, Langsner walks out of the room and then looks at Hancock and says, the rifle is unimportant. He did it. And he admitted it to me. And Hancock was like, you didn't even fucking say anything. Yeah. And he didn't even fucking say anything. So like, we need the rifle. Yeah. Like, I realize what you're saying is that he did it, but that's not going to hold up in a court of law. So Mm. you're going to need to find us this rifle. And the guy's like, all right, fine. You have little faith, but if you need the rifle, I'll get you the rifle. Just let me back in there. Mm -hmm. And so they do. And Hancock sits down in front of Vernon again for five hours without speaking. And uh, Vernon, for the most part, also stayed really quiet, but then sometimes he'd start yelling at him, being like, why won't you talk to me? Why won't you talk to me? Like, have they found the murder weapon yet? And then after five hours uh Lexner got up and walked out and then he drew a sketch of the farmhouse with a bunch of bushes and trees then pointed at some of the bushes and said your rifle is right there and he handed the piece of paper to the detective and the sketch was of the farmhouse mm-hmm. and so the police are like all right let's go so they go to the farmhouse uh they go over to where the the um, Did the trees so, were And they find The Ein, The 303 Einfeld rifle Buried under some Soft sod uh, On the farm
1: I was gonna say Like if it's just In the bushes And the police Didn't find it I'd be very disappointed No They, they found okay. They found
0: it They found the gun uh Vernon was then brought to the scene and confronted with a rifle, and he immediately broke down and confessed in front of his sisters and his father that he had killed his mom and his brother. He said that he had only meant to kill his mother. And why
1: his mother? Uh d- never said. Because of the girl, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably from re- ending super. the relationship. Yeah.
0: But when Fred rushed into the house, he knew that he would have to kill him too. Mm-hmm. Uh Vernon apologized Vernon only apologized for killing Fred, not the mother, so clearly he was just like, yeah, yeah he was pissed about at her for mm-hmm. whatever reason ending that relationship, uh, and he said that he killed the other two workers merely as part of a cover up didn't really which is dumb, yeah, uh Vernon was convicted obviously on mm-hmm. all four murders, and he was hanged to death on april 26, nineteen twenty nine and that is the Booher the Family Murders. Oh, yeah, that was my story. Oh. <laughs> I did a murder this time, I and know. it was... Of this... Uh, of within the last century. hundred years. Yeah, of the last <laughs> century.
1: Like, 90, but yeah. Yeah. That's really... I like that story. It was good. I did not know about this one. So I was thinking about
0: totally different murders. No, this. There's so many
1: murders on farmhouses and isolated areas, which is why I'm so scared of them. Yes,
0: (laughs) for sure. No, there really is. Don't live by yourself. No, don't. All
1: right. So for my story, I'm gonna do. This is very, very recent. Ooh. In 2012. Ooh, so that's really recent. And doing a Thanksgiving murder because this is Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, did someone die in the mall?
1: No. Because that's basically like, and then they get trampled and then they die. So it's not really like a yeah. story to it. This one has a lot of things. Ooh. A lot. I like things. I mean, it's not very long, but it's a lot of things. So Byron David Smith born June 11th, 1948 was a 64-year-old retiree. He lived in Little Falls, Minnesota where in oh, the Little year Falls. of 2012 he had been burglarized at least half a dozen times. Why?
0: Is he rich?
1: He just had like a lot of stuff and I think uh, because like he was older, I think he was targeted more often. Okay. So, so he,
0: did, he had a lot of things and other yeah. people wanted his things.
1: Among That's the weird. items stolen were irreplaceable items such as a watch his father received for being a prisoner of war during World War II. What? And medals and ribbons Byron earned in the Air Force during the Vietnam War. Well,
0: who steals stuff like that? Can people you, are Can assholes. you sell them?
1: I think you can. I or mean, some people are just assholes, right? And a watch you can definitely. Uh,
0: yeah, the watch you can sell. But I mean, for being a prisoner of war, though, you would think that it would clearly have to be en- engraved. There are some people... and so it's like, where are you gonna you gonna hawk that shit like what well are you this doing? was on
1: top of thousands of dollars and jewelry yeah. already stolen from That's him? That's crazy. So at this point, as a precaution, Byron set up a security system at his home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is when everything's gonna go down and go Oh my gosh. A little a little crazier <sighs> and you expected it to go too. Okay. So on November twenty second, two thousand and twelve, Thanksgiving Day, cousins Haley Kiefer. And Nicholas Brady broke in to Byron's home. <gasps> she was 18 and he was 17. So they're snotty, awful teenagers. Are they drug addicts? Yes. Okay. Um, surveillance cameras caught the cousins casing the home before the robbery.
0: Now, were they breaking into the house prior to? Yes. Or there was this?
1: speculation okay. that they had actually been, they were among the the half dozen times a day he's burglarized. Even though before. they're still
0: casing the house, they, I
1: think they case the house afterwards too, just to kind of see like, yeah. oh, is he home okay. or whatever. So um, Byron said that he shot Nicholas at the top of the basement stairs. So as like because, what? Holy was, shit! So.
0: Like that went, happening. In a com- that went in a completely yeah. different way. Okay. So this is
1: going to, I'm going to build you what happened okay. and it's kind of crazy. So Nicholas was shot twice before he fell down to the bottom of the stairs where he was then shot in the face by Byron.
0: Oh my God. That sounds like Vernon. <laughs> um, minutes later,
1: Haley, I think it was about 10 minutes. Haley enters the basement and Byron shot her at the top of the stairs. Haley also fell down the stairs after, and after Byron's rifle jammed, he shot her multiple times in the chest with his 22 caliber revolver. Uh, it didn't seem like she was dead yet, so Byron dragged Haley's body and sent her beside Nicholas's dead body, where he shot her fatally in the chin.
0: I feel like this might be an overreaction to someone stealing your shit. Oh my gosh! I'm just I have so many questions. Okay, so they broke in through the basement? No,
1: they broke in through the front of the house. But Byron, it turns out, was waiting in the bottom of the basement because he had seen them casing his place. Okay, boys.
0: so he had he was watching his camera and saw that they were going to... Casing, b- they're gonna in, they were going to break so in. They were going to break in. So he waited in the bottom of the basement
1: Okay. kill
0: them. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is insane.
1: <laughs> so... Okay. At the um, Byron would later say that he was afraid that they may be armed.
0: I mean, it's it's possible. It's possible. Um, yeah. How old is he? He is sixty four years old. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. How he had he have been home uh, previously during break-ins? No,
1: they didn't okay. say if he was or okay. not.
0: But I don't think he was. Okay. The
1: events were recorded by Byron's security system, which he did have during that time. Mm-hmm. Out of respect to the police, because, you know, they were celebrating Thanksgiving, he didn't report deaths until the next day. Oh, go
0: fuck yourself. (laughs) What about the families of the- No. The the police. Out of respect for the police. So- Wow. Um-
1: Nicholas doesn't really seem like he had a very good relationship with his own family because he actually had an open case from August 29th because he had stolen drugs from his sister. Mm. So these aren't like, I'm not saying these are like perfect kids or anything. I'm not saying they should be murdered, but I'm not saying that they
0: were perfect kids. They probably needed to get arrested for the burglary. They didn't need to get shot multiple times. Mm -hmm. The
1: car Nicholas and Haley used were linked to a burglary the previous night of a retired teacher, so they have been going around, okay. you know, breaking into people's houses. Um, Byron said that Haley let out a short laugh after she fell down the stairs, so he, so he said to himself, "If you're going to try to shoot somebody and they laugh at you, you go again." No. But the audio recording only caught Haley saying, "Oh my god." So he's saying that she laughed at him, and that's why she he shot her again. When the video, like the audio recording and the surveillance, you know, around his house shows that she's just freaking out. Wow. So Byron, Byron would later admit that he may have
0: used some excessive force. May have. Maybe. Maybe when you shot her after she fell down, uh, that may have been a little bit much. Um, and then maybe when she was then, still
1: alive, and then, if your gun jams and you grab another gun to shoot them,
0: yeah. Now you're just like now you're now you're rage killing. Yeah. Now the adrenaline's pumping, and or maybe he's like, well shit, what am I going to do now? I have two bodies. Well, you can't like you can't call calls the up tomorrow.
1: It's Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Minnesota has castle law, which is a homeowners like are allowed to protect themselves kind of law. Yeah. So it was speculated the first shots may have been justified under those laws. Someone breaks into your house when you're home and you shoot them initially, yeah. it would be justified. Yes. But
0: the subsequent shots were not justified. No. Um the first one to the boy. Yeah. Because okay.
1: he got shot three times. So it's not like he was shot just yeah, once. Yeah,
0: he was he was shot twice and then he fell down the stairs and then was shot again. Yeah. Right? to die. No, my yeah. question is, why the hell did she come into that house? I think what happened or was, was that he the...
1: went in first and then, like, like, she heard, she heard a shot but she might have thought it was, like, nothing and then like, went downstairs but like, maybe it sounded like it dropped or, like, I don't know. But she yeah. did follow him after. That's... So I feel, I feel like maybe she was doing something else and she didn't hear it or she heard it but she thought it was, like, he had dropped something, like it was a crash or something. Yeah. Who knows? The law doesn't permit you to execute someone once a threat is gone. No. Which
0: sounds yeah, you you don't you don't
1: get to kill someone, but you can defend yourself. So there's actually a lot of speculation and evidence that Byron set up a trap to catch these cousins.
0: Okay, because that's what I was thinking. That's what I was going to ask. Because now, did he ever state, "Like, please leave"? No. I'm going to shoot you. No. Okay.
1: So what happened was that they he had seen them casing his house mm-hmm. earlier. So he the, earlier that morning he moved his truck to make it look like no one was home, and then he sat in the basement and waited. So and waited for someone to break into his house. Yeah. So that's very
0: suspicious. It is a little suspicious, especially if you're gonna have a gun now. It's just like, so was everything, everything was recorded in a surveillance, <sighs> like his audio and video recording in Man, a surveillance. Man, that is.
1: So he was sitting at the bottom of the stairs <sighs> and his home security recorded six hours of audio in a digital recorder. And there's like a lot of things he says during those six hours that's going to be used uh, against him.
0: I imagine that there is a lot of things. Oh my god, I can't even.
1: So prior to the break-in, the recorder caught Byron saying, "In your left eye and I realize I don't have an appointment, but I'd like to see one of the lawyers here before anyone broke in." That's what he was saying to himself. Oh, he was
0: prep. He was pumping himself up. Yeah.
1: And then Haley was shot in the left eye. Ooh. Yeah. Following the shooting, some of the following statements were said
0: by Byron. And this
1: is gonna sound
0: no super rambly. Her her shot in the left eye, that was was that done when she was on the ground? Yeah. So he says
1: I'm not a prick. bleeding heart liberal. I feel like I was cleaning up a mess. Not like spilled food, not like vomit, not even like not even like diarrhea. The worst mess possible. And I was stuck with it in some tiny little respect, in some tiny little respect. I was doing my civic duty. The law enforcement system couldn't handle it. I had to do it. The law system couldn't handle her. And if it fell into my lap and she dropped her problem in my lap and she threw her own problems in my face and I had to clean it up. So he's basically like, you Know everything failed me, so
0: that's the reason why I had to kill these people. No, did he say that after he shot them? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was following the shooting. Okay, because I was thinking if this is before, I then think he knows that girl.
1: Yeah, well, apparently, because I was reading other articles, he had hired them before with a, a couple of other people to work like do yard work, so he did know them previously, okay, as people. So it's not, and then. I think that's how they also knew that they could rob him and they had things. So they'd rob him previously and now they're just like... yeah, I, I think that they were on drugs.
0: Yeah, It also kind of sounds like he may have also been on drugs.
1: Or he was definitely... Me- he's definitely messed up for sure. Because He's was all, got some issues. Yeah. This is all audio recording that was caught in his home security. Like he's talking to himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. E- excessively.
1: So... This, as well as the car being moved um, and the excessive force used led to the charges for a second-degree murder. Mm-hmm. But on April 2013, Byron was indicted on two counts of first-degree murder because he obviously planned for this. He sat under, yeah. he, he set a trap. He sat on, in the basement with guns. He had every intention of yeah, killing guns, them. Yeah, uh, guns. Yeah, guns. Guns. In case the other one jammed, which he was right about. Yeah. So in some states, such as Florida, has a stand your ground law that allows homeowners to shoot an intruder dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're
0: allowed to shoot them dead in Florida? Yes, in Florida.
1: I don't plan on breaking into any houses ever in my life. So, But, I mean, it just seems excessive but who I guess like it could be always like well they could be coming in to kill me and that's the reason why they have those laws but who like knows?
0: I understand having it but it's also get a pet alligator no one will mess with you I don't know I just feel like there's circumstances like I mean I I don't I don't know I've never had my home broken into yeah I mean I've had my home broken into but like not in that sort of way yeah um it's just like. I feel like he needed, like there needed to be like a conversation of like, "I have a gun, get out of here." Yeah, or or I'll shoot you or instead even like of a just like a warning shot. Not even a warning. I don't even. I don't even agree with the not warning even shooting shot.
1: at them. I mean, like shooting, yeah. like, in, like you know, like a shot, and then it's like get out of here. Yeah. and usually someone hears a gunshot, they run. Get out of Get away. out of my house! I have yeah. a gun.
0: I'll shoot you, and then shoot the gun. Uh, like not at scare them, but them like, away. yeah, like
1: a, like, a, like a warning shot, like yeah. a, into the yeah. ground or something. At most, I'm not. I don't own a gun. I'm. And
0: I'm was, also really like. I wish. I wish I could watch or see the video, like because I'm like really confused as to why she didn't like she heard three gunshots. Yeah, and then she still it wasn't just to the basement. one. Who it's knows? Three. So. But, like, you hear three gunshots. Like, I mean, I guess it's either you're either going to run to go check on them. see
1: see if your cousin's okay or you leave. Or you leave. Yeah. Um, So maybe she was going to see if her cousin was okay.
0: But, I mean, if he's at the bottom of the stairs and she's at the top of the stairs. And then he shoots her. Yeah. And then she falls on the stairs. Okay. And then she fell down the stairs. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That
1: is... So Minnesota has a reasonable person doctrine. If a reasonable person would see if you are in fear of great bodily harm of death, it comes down to what a reasonable person would see in a situation.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So Byron was out on a $50,000 bail, which seems crazy to me because he was charged with first degree murder.
0: I don't know how much bail, like what, counts as the standard for bail you know what i mean like i mean
1: he murdered someone so how did he even get out on bail at all i don't because he's probably not
0: a flight risk that's why i guess but he's he's poor he's 65 years old but i mean he was able to post the bail so he wasn't that poor well yeah i guess that's true too yeah so um, has, I don't know. Maybe because of his age. They, it was probably like he's not a flight risk. Yeah. But he's definitely a danger to society. Still,
1: yeah, he's still a murderer. Yeah. So, they yeah.
0: look murderers for you all the
1: time. So on April 29th, 2014, Byron was, um, gu- what is it? He was, I, I wrote down count guilty, but it's definitely he found was guilty. found guilty of two counts <laughs> of first degree murder.
0: Were you writing this at 2 a.m., Angela? I was. I'm always
1: writing everything at 2 a.m. The audio recordings were the biggest influence that decided for the jury.
0: Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, yeah. No shit. Because, like, you, it doesn't matter what he says. You He, he better have had a really good story.
1: And like, he, Byron thought that the recordings would absolve him. So that's why I think something was wrong with yeah. his head. Because who,
0: you, you could like, like, think about it. Like he's up, he's pumping out like I, I had to do this. Like I had to do this. The, the, the government made or like yeah. the law enforcement made me, they failed weren't me. Yeah. They failed me. I had to take it into my own hands. That's an old man. That's just living by himself, living in his own craziness yeah that like convinced himself that something else, something else was going on. But I mean, like, it depends on like his situation with those people. Like, it really seemed like he knew that though, like that couple yeah. was like those cousins were the ones that were constantly breaking into his It does
1: home. sound like they were the ones who were constantly breaking in, but then I did read in other news articles that he didn't report some of them. So I think he was always Crazy. planning yeah. on murdering them. But Wes Haddelstad, one of the jurors in the case, said about the recording, that was the most damning piece of evidence in my mind. The audio recording of the actual killing and the audio recording of Mr. Smith's interview immediately after his arrest pretty much convinced me that we were dealing with a deranged individual.
0: Ooh, what was the recording after he got picked up by the police? Did because not find that.
1: I, I don't that think they released be, it. Yeah. It be
0: interesting. Or
1: if they did release it, I didn't listen to it. I don't want you to listen to it. Well, yeah. I
0: I, for the most part, I can't really listen to stuff like that because it's just like, oh, that's weird. But it's like, I can read the transcripts. Yeah. I like to read the transcripts of stuff like that.
1: Because then it's not, you don't feel, you don't hear like the fear. and Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So, the Little Fall community was incredibly divided by the events as they felt Byron's actions were justified mm. and it would have been in a different state.
0: I'd really like to know what the age demographics are for Little, Little Falls, Falls because I know that my grandparents used to live in Little Falls, which is why I was like, Yeah, oh, Little Falls. I know that one. Uh, and it's sort of like it was a lot of old people. I could see how they a would. lot of yeah. old white american men with guns would be very like this is no. my
1: property this is yeah. my stuff get don't yeah. come in
0: my home if you come in my home i'll shoot you
1: exactly and that's what you see all the time with any nra person like if you come into my area i will shoot and kill you but
0: then you have police officers that you, did that where they break into someone's home and then kill that person and then they try to make it look like look, they were no, drug addicts. Even though it's, like, they definitely weren't. They definitely and weren't. You and you overreacted. You were the one that broke into the wrong house. Yeah. And he told you to get out of his house, and you were... And because they're a mm-hmm. police officer. And it becomes, like, a whole
1: different argument of, like, you can't have this conversation, basically. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So in Minnesota, re- reasonable force maybe. Used upon or towards the person of another without the other's consent when the following circumstances exist or the actor reasonably believes them to exist. Mm -hmm. When used by any person in lawful possession of real or personal property and resisting unlawful interference with such property. So basically, it's like you can use reasonable force in certain situations.
0: Yeah. in a reasonable situation, in a reasonable situation, you can use a reasonable amount of force, but you can't shoot someone 18 times without giving them any warning to get out of your house.
1: <gasps> uh, how dare you? you know, I mean, that's why you own a gun, then,
0: Pyron. Come on. Another state
1: states that the intentional taking of life of another is not authorized except when necessary in resisting or preventing an offense which the actor reasonably believes exposes the actor to great bodily harm or death or preventing the commission of a felony in the actor's place of abode. So he's based, like, in some states, it's like, well, they got they broke into your house.
0: Yeah, so it was, it was like, the main part, Not the main part, but was a big part of this uh, murder having to do with the fact that, like, in one state you can do something, in other states you can do whatever? Yeah. And are they trying to push... For, like, the laws to be changed. They're just saying that, like, they think
1: that he should be free because they think a lot of people in that town really believe that what he did was the right thing to do because they were breaking into his house and they weren't like good kids. They were druggies or whatever. I'm assuming they're druggies because, you know, he had stolen drugs, but I'm like, that's not. A reason to kill someone? No.
0: They're 16 and 17? 17.
1: 17 and 18. 17 and
0: 18. They had their whole lives ahead of them. Yeah, to they fix had all. Themselves. They had
1: time to fix themselves. They were, pro- who knows what kind of situation they, they, they were arrested. in. They could have got arrested.
0: They could have done like a couple of weeks in juvie. Or anything. Or or prison and then been like, hey, you know what? I never want to come back here. It and seems like an so incredibly
1: then big overreaction to sell. You know, it is like, Someone invading your personal space and stealing mm-hmm. your shit is really awful. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not, but no. you shouldn't kill someone for it.
0: Yes, no, I. It's like I'm a, not even upset about him like putting the truck and like setting up the trap yeah. to like just to catch them in the act. And then and he was just trying to catch them yeah. in the act and not try to kill them. Even if he, he just, just got he had more than one gun,
1: if he just had recordings and then he called the cops. cops. And then he had two guns and the thing is like the first gun the first gun like jammed.
0: Where the fuck were the neighbors? Why weren't the neighbors calling the police? That was a lot of gunshots to go off. I
1: dunno, like maybe you know, is like Little Falls like a suburban community or is there like a lot
0: of space? Maybe
1: there's like a lot of space and that's the reason why they didn't hear it. Well it's in the basement too, so maybe
0: it's a little more soundproofed. I don't know. I've never been I can't know for sure if I've ever heard a gunshot. I know like why. I've I'm pretty sure I heard I have like a couple of times. Yeah. But I'm not really sure. It's pretty and similar
1: it's, to a car backfiring, which yeah, is why a lot of people very loud. tense up.
0: Yeah. So Um but no, that dude I was I was with him up until like if, if it would have been a situation where he was like I have a gun. Get, Get out the, of my house. Yeah. Get the fuck out or of my place. Or if he or shot I'll them one you.
1: time because they did so come in and then he shot them one time and accidentally killed them after yeah. that one shot, it'd be a little bit more like, you know what? That's a shitty thing. But, you know, like he felt like he was threatened. There was these young people and he's older or whatever. Like I can sort of see it. He was
0: constantly breaking into his house. Like, yeah. Maybe- but if they didn't have any weapons... And
1: then he shoots them multiple times to make sure they're dead. Yeah. And, then and then he then, waits a day to call the police. You know, no. Just, Sorry, Byron. None of it sounds...
0: Yeah. so That's supporting you.
1: Byron is currently serving a life prison sentence without parole at the Bell Prairie Township, Morrison County, Minnesota.
0: Mm, man. May God have mercy on the soul of the prisoner that ever steals his soap.
1: He doesn't have guns in prison, you know?
0: No, but he can always make shifts and find other creative ways to kill people in prison.
1: It just seems so... So ridiculous. Like I was like looking for Thanksgiving it's, murders and I'm like so did crazy. not expect that I thought it was like a family, you know, like you know how stressful family situations are and it was just gonna be like someone poisons the whole family during Thanksgiving. Did someone not expect
0: killed, someone killed someone over the turkey spilled cranberry I know, sauce or something like On a dress
1: and then just stab someone with like those turkey saw things. But like I thought it doesn't mean something like that, not not that. Did not expect yeah, that for a murder. That just took a different out turn. There. But yeah, like I said, there was discussion about it. But that's yeah.
0: Well, so, for yeah. the record, uh, don't murder people. Don't murder people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, if someone is coming into your house and they're trying to like steal your shit, you better make sure you say. Doesn't even matter if you don't have a gun. I You have better a gun. make say. You better say, I have a gun. Get out, or I'll kill you. Yeah. Unless or I'll shoot you. Unless like they're coming. Not kill in, you. I'll shoot you. Unless
1: they're coming in with like machine guns and they're not the cops, then yeah. But even yeah, that is. If if they're like if you can see that they're very heavily armed, then you can do whatever the hell you need to do to get the hell out of the situation. Yeah, I mean, it's but super... that only happens in TV shows and movies, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't think that happening. It kind of ruins
0: everything for me. Yeah.
1: I think like, that's like a, it was definitely an overreaction.
0: Don't do it. It was a planned overreaction. Yeah. And that's why and it was forced to like, murder. And not was,
1: manslaughter, which is what it would have been if he had accidentally
0: killed them. Well, that was interesting. I'm glad that I learned. About this
1: Thanksgiving murder. Cause that's what you want to talk about on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Murders.
0: Thanksgiving murders. Don't, Listen, guys, when you're done eating your turkey and you're all full from your turkey... Don't go out and break into anybody's
1: homes. Don't try break it, into anyone's home yeah. and don't kill anyone this holiday
0: season, hopefully. Yeah, try not to kill anyone this holiday season. Yeah. And uh, if you guys have any murders that you'd like to share with us or like for us to talk about, doesn't even have to be murders, can be any kind of death of any sort, uh, you can email us at peoplekeepdying@gmail.com and you can find on us- On all social
1: media, not all social media, but on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and we're also we also have our podcast available in on Spotify and Stitcher and YouTube and iTunes and you're listening to something somehow. So on Google, whatever you're listening to, this Cast box
0: All your podcast devices. Yes.
1: And yeah, have a great holiday and hope we get to I guess I hope you get to listen to us next
0: week because you won't be dead. Don't die. Don't die. Bye. Bye.